You know the old saying, happy wife, happy life. Well, retirement planning is certainly no exception to the rule. When we come back, we have some tips for you and your spouse so that you both walk away happy. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory um, in Sa- right here in San Antonio, a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, you're independent, and so much more. Uh, hi, hi, Brooklyn. How are you? Hey, Steve. Doing well. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. I, I like this. Happy wife, happy life. And again, there's some truth to that, isn't there, Brooklyn? I mean, I think we all should be, we all should get along, Steve. I think so, too. I absolutely less agree. less expensive that way. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, yes especially. Um, so, yeah, polite conversation, things to avoid, money, politics, and religion. Well, true, um, but uh, money is something that you're going to talk about um, openly and hopefully with a two-way conversation. Yeah, but it it's not smooth sailing. I mean... Communication is key. What I realize is that we all communicate communicate differently. Um, and so, I mean, again, it's about having just what, what works for each person. And I, I think that one of the reasons my firm has done as well as we have is that we try and meet everyone at their at their level. Right. And so, uh, and, and I always say, it's not like, Oh, cause I have a lot of people like apologize to me. Like, I, I mean, I feel so dumb or I don't really Mm -hmm. understand this or I'm so embarrassed. And I'm telling you whether you like, you could be a rocket scientist and you can't understand some of the things that we do because it's just not in your wheelhouse. But then there's other folks out there that really, you know, get the swing of things and they, you know, they understand it. So, it's about having everybody on the same page. And um, I think having kind of that that advisor relationship in the mix that is acting somewhat as like a project manager, they're overseeing what's happening, um, you know, making sure the investments are performing the way they're so supposed to perform, that you're getting the income that you're getting, um, ask any of those kind of questions, whether they're high level or nitty gritty. That way you don't rely on your spouse necessarily, that you don't feel like one person's carrying the burden over the other. And and it's also important because you get amnesia, right? You, you sit there and you sit across the table with us for an hour, hour and a half, two hours sometimes, and then you walk out of here and everything we went over somehow, some way just leaks out. I, I don't know. I think yep, it just falls out. I feel, yeah, I don't know if people leave here and they go straight to the margarita place down the road and get margaritas and <laughs> don't remember. Um, I'm not sure, but it's, it's interesting because the feedback we get is, I know you went over this with us, but I kind of forgot. Yep. So that's okay. And, you know, and hopefully your spouse can help fill in some of the blanks, but I'd rather you rely upon the advisor yeah. um, to give you that information. And so we're talking about uh, you know, disagreements among couples. Um, I, this was interesting. A recent survey said uh, found seven in 10 Americans married or living with a partner have had a disagreement with their partner about finances in the last year alone. Well, no kidding. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, that just goes without saying, I would think. I mean, I think I did. I mean, seven out of 10 Americans within the last year. I mean, what I, I feel like 
my husband and I at least twice this week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know what you mean. The um, you know, but again, some of these other numbers here: sixteen uh, percent of couples surveyed feel they're financially compatible with their spouse. Do you find that that to is be true? not a high number? That is not <laughs> promising. No, but I mean, is that does that sound about right to you? Is the difference I... is the difference that great? I mean, I think that maybe it's the length of time you've been married that you might change that. Yeah, um, maybe, huh? But, I, I mean, my husband and I are very different. We've been married for 17 years. So, I mean, we are, like, night and day different in how we approach finances. Well, but that's and, the thing. I think a lot of us are, you know, two people come from different backgrounds. Yeah, it's about how you're raised a lot of times. I mean, that is a huge part of it. You know, the... Your money mindset that your parents instilled in you—it's—it's it's almost inherited. Um, and you, I think I've said this before on the show. A lot of times, your your thought process and and relationship with money can, is really—if you think back to when you were nine years old—and that's where it kind of formulated. And so. You know, maybe money wasn't a worry when you were nine. Maybe your parents fought over bills or, um, you know, a, a parent lost a job or a parent got a job. So your emotional, like, you know, we say you've got a brain in your head and a brain in your stomach, right? That kind of, and, and so where that connection hit, whether it's a good or a bad thing, usually happened when you were a child. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't realize that, that, that nine is kind of a pivotal year. I didn't. I didn't know that. I know, and I've I've got a twelve year old. So uh -oh. I'm like, what damage have I done? Like, <laughs> I don't know yet. Oh man, yeah. The well, I mean, here's one. Uh, Twenty nine percent <laughs> of couples disagree about whether to spend for today or save for tomorrow. I would think it'd probably be higher. That's I don't what know. I thought too. I mean, you must see that all the time with couples. I yeah. Again, it's kind of the length of the marriage. Um, the younger clients that we have that we work with, there sometimes there's a disconnect as far as, you know, paying for their lifestyle now versus saving um, because their kids are young. They want to go do stuff. They want to do the Disney World trip. They want to um, buy the bigger house because they've got the kids now and we'll downsize when we're younger. Older. Um, oh, sorry. Older. Yeah, older. Um, but, you know, again... It, everyone, it's it's. There's no black or white, right way, wrong way, to do this. Yeah, I right. mean, I started this business. I started a business with fourteen thousand dollars to my name, and I mean, and with, had a hope and a prayer. Basically, said, okay, I, I can live off of half of this, and I'll invest the other half. So I didn't even invest fourteen thousand. I invested about six thousand to start Texas Financial Advisory. That was so outside of the comfort zone from anybody that was I was related yeah. to, much less my husband, who I just married at the time. So, you know, again, it's okay. But I think our role here at Texas Financial Advisory is people are coming in here looking for the guidance. The you know they've got some money saved saved up. They don't want to mess it up. They want to now uh, grow it. Um, Maybe they're angry because they got to a place where they're actually making good money and they're looking at their tax bill every year and it's it's going up as well. And they're like, this stinks. How do I pay less in taxes? Um, maybe you got an inheritance. So usually someone, they're coming in here because 
they've got to a point where they're ready to protect what they have, continue to grow it, and look you know, maybe you know outside the box from how they invest it versus just the standard, uh, you know, sixty forty stock yeah. and fixed income fund, right? Right. Well, again, it's just it's all part of that communication and that that whole process. Here's one: uh, a recent Accenture survey on couples on and finances found that fifty one percent of couples view their current financial advisor as a life coach. Is that mm -hmm. what you do? <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know if we're so much of a life coach, but we uh, we definitely are in the trenches with you. Yeah. And I, I think we also help you kind of create a get out of the weeds, get out of the emotions, get out of your head. Um, I, I have this one gentleman that's a, a client of mine, and he he's the brokest rich client I have. He always tells me, I'm so broke. And I'm like, Okay, well, can we? Can you just say your brocade, right? You know, <laughs> sort of bougie, your your brocade, because you're the brokest millionaire I've ever met. But he just says that all the time, and it, I mean, it gets a little annoying. But so, so does he believe he doesn't have enough money? I don't know what his deal is. Huh. I mean, we because I know we always want, it. I know we always just want a dollar more, right? There's never enough. I, I mean. Yeah, it just that's just the way it is. But you know, it's funny. As soon as he says that, some sort of windfall of money comes his way. So maybe that's his secret sauce. <laughs> All right, it comes into something. Yeah. So, anyhow. Well, the the um, so you, what are the what are some topics? What are some things that you should be discussing that that a couple should be discussing before they come to see you regarding money? Is there anything specific? Yeah, I think it's important because I actually had a call last week with someone and, and she's listened to the radio show on and off and uh, has come into an inheritance and she's trying to navigate that. And she's like, I know that my husband and I need to come in, but we just don't have our stuff together and we just don't feel organized and we, we need to sell a house first. And I'm like, oh, well, I'd actually rather you come in before you do that so we can kind of help you in that organization period. So there's not... You don't have to have it all perfect. I mean, if you've got it perfect, great, but there there is no real perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's just kind of when you, you think, look, uh, you know, maybe life is good right now, but we got a plan for when things change or, um, you know, I don't want to work forever. What what can we do to give me kind of a, a exit plan from, from my paycheck so I can – become voluntary self-employed, you know, again, it's different for everybody, but it, it does have to be the right time. So, you know, again, it's, it's what makes sense for you. So if you're sitting here listening to the show week after week, and maybe it's crossed your brain, like, I should probably give them a call. Well, you know what? Now's the time. And the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, you can also visit the website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. Um, you can actually schedule your own appointment from our website if you can't make a call right now. But uh, there's no cost for that, so you're not throwing money out the window. It's just a time for us to kind of figure out what's going on with you, see if we can assist you in the next stage, if we're the right fit for you. And what I can promise you is if we're not the right fit, we're not going to waste your time, and we're going to help you steer you in the right direction. So again, that number is 844-832-7469.
Sounds fantastic, folks. Do take advantage of the opportunity, 844-832-7469. There are several reasons why people may be worried about retirement and why confidence in retirement has dropped. When we come back, we'll take a look at the most mentioned reasons for the lack of confidence and offer some suggestions to help keep you on track. on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. She is, of course, a registered investment advisor, a certified divorce financial analyst. Well, I could go on, but I won't. Sounds good. All right. Uh, well, yeah, it does sound good. And uh, you you really do, you know, kind of take it all in. And, and you said what well, the confidence in retirement and retirement planning at 2008 levels. Uh, yeah, that was not a good time, Brooklyn. Boy, oh boy. Well, I mean, just think about what all we've been through since 2008. Yeah. Um, but that's when I started this company and I knew no different back then, right? I was so green. I was so naive. I just thought, man, people are crazy that put their money in the stock market. They work all these years of their life to just see it go away. And, you know, I, I've, thankfully evolved since that, <laughs> that, that mindset. Now you, you could lose everything, but it just really depends on, you know, how it's invested. I mean, I also remember back in the day around that time with, uh, we had clients that, um, lived in Seguin, San Antonio and would commute into Houston. We have a lot of people that do that. Well, that's a heck and, of a commute. Well, it's, I guess it's not that bad because, you know, I tend straight in, they, kind of work their schedule they maybe go in on a tuesday stay the night come home on thursday so it's pretty common but um we had several clients that worked for this wonderful company called enron Aha. and that wonderful company um not only paid them amazing salaries but they had this amazing pension plan and in your 401k you could also purchase at a discount some of their stock which was going to skyrocket and had skyrocketed for other people so on and so forth well you know who would have who would have thunk it and we you know saw that all uh crumble down and so we we definitely are we we still see that um perspective risk with with companies i see people that um are all tied in to say uh usaa they're their paycheck comes from USA, their pension will come from USA, and they've got USA investments. And then AT&T, they get a paycheck, a pension, and they own AT&T stock. Again, I'm not trying to be some chicken little here, but you got a lot of eggs tied to one basket. And that's when it's, you know, it could be a situation where you lose it and you would lose a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're we're talking about the consumer confidence or confidence in retirement, um, and certainly the cost of living, inflation. That has been a eye an eye opening experience for all of us over the past year. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, just buying groceries alone makes you yeah just well. But the egg thing is, has has splatted. Yeah, that's all right. I, I mean, I didn't have an issue with eggs. I got my own eggs, but oh, there you go. I mean. You and my daughter. Uh, yeah, we got, we got, now we're only, we got, like, randomly, we'll have a chicken die. I'm like, how does this, like, it's all 
fine and good, and then we got a dead chicken. So, yeah, so my daughter um, says the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, come on, lady. Um, anyhow, so we also have our bees, and we're about to. We've got some honey harvesting to get Ooh. get at. So is that a fun project? I, I gotta believe it is. Um, I am. I've not done it yet. I mean, I'm a beehive owner. Owner for this is my I finished two years, and um, I've got like anxiety about uh-huh. it because i feel like i'm gonna mess it up and so so you I, have other people well I've, no no I, we're gonna do it but i bought the equipment i just i don't know okay i feel like i need a, a mentor to help me <laughs> well like we need a mentor in uh, you know in we, finance you, yeah exactly uh, yeah. Um, there's only right. so much youtube videos i can watch i no, i understand that too <laughs> i just am like oh what am i gonna do if i mess this up oh uh, yeah so, well, what if you mess up Social Security? I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty around yeah, that. There's no do-overs. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, exactly. And and so I, I do think that, you know, the, the pessimism about Social Security is really not, I'm not saying it's not justified, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's just me. Well, I've said this before, say it again. Social Security will always be there some shape, some form, shape, or fashion, but it's not something that you should... Uh, you know, hang your hat on, right? Because the rules can change. You're not in control of that program. So we don't even factor it in for for clients that are under the age of 50 because who knows what it's going to look like. So, but there is ways to maximize your social security. And that's something that we help our clients with because um, even more so now because they don't even really let you come into the social security offices. They want you to do it all online, which can be kind of intimidating because again, if you mess up, how do you get it fixed? And now you're waiting around and you got to get an appointment. And so we have several clients that come in here and we sit with them as they're walking through the, the online, um, signups. But, uh, but before we do that, we actually, we have the financial software to be able to run all the different illustrations to show them the best strategy around drawing social security. And for our listeners right now, one of the biggest mistakes I see happen is if you get divorced and you've been married to someone um, longer than 10 years, or you are a widow and you've um, reached the age of 60, um, you don't want to get remarried until you have reached the age of 60. And so there's just different rules around it. And so we always are very cautious with our our clients that become a widow and um, then want to, or a widower, um, and want to get back in that dating game and want to get married because it could compromise your social security. So that is one thing uh, I'd, I'd ask you to come in and meet with one of my, with myself or one of the advisors here so we can, help you navigate that i'm not saying you can't get remarried but we don't want to mess up your social security checks well there, i mean again that can make a, be a huge difference huge chunk for of money people. yeah i mean exactly. it could be well over a hundred thousand dollars wow okay well yeah again folks you, you know give give her a call 844-832-7469 that's the number um so we're talking about the confidence in retirement retirement planning uh economic downturns they compare again to 2008 we could talk about covid although i don't want to um you know and again the last year's uh, you know inflation out of control but we have to learn how to deal with that and when you put a plan together for someone brooklyn it you include all of those things that could happen there are all the what-ifs you seem to have 
have them covered? Well, we try to. It's funny because I looked at, I remember being, again, looking back at the what if of a pandemic and thinking, I mean, come on, like biblical times, like where, you know, locusts and (laughs) whatever, what what in the world would happen? And I mean, goodness gracious, we went through it and still dealing with the aftermath. Right. Well, one of the concerns, too, you know, you mentioned Social Security, but one of the other concerns is that we are living longer. So for a lot of us, we're realizing, oh, I guess I need more money then. <laughs> yeah, or it's how much can I take from my accounts without depleting it, right? Uh, yes, so yes, what's yes. that confidence of a spin-down? Um, I mean, I'm all for you f- being able to schedule your last check to bounce before you check out of here, but... Um, you know, nobody's got that crystal ball. So um, I, I feel like this last maybe two, three years, I've I've been down the path with, with either clients that have lost a parent or a spouse, and we're, we're navigating choices that were made financially in the last latter part of their life, especially like a, a, a I have a, a client and her mom to pass away. And um, <laughs> we're looking at some of the ways that she spent her money in the last year of her life and there was some some crazy stuff she spent money on okay but uh <laughs> i mean she just didn't care and so it was the time to ask her for money like anybody that came along she'd just give them money so <laughs> anyhow <laughs> anyhow um so uh, you know again the the spin down and the distribution of funds is is uh, is scary because you spend your whole life not being told, I mean, you spend your whole life being told, don't touch your 401k, don't borrow against it, don't, um, you know, put as much away as you can, save while you're young. And then now you get to the point where it's like, all right, go ahead and spend it, have at it, <laughs> and still try and grow it. Good luck. Um, <laughs> well, that, that, that'll freak somebody out. I mean, literally, that's what it is, right? Yeah, I and know so, it is, yeah. So then that's why I have a company. That's why I have a job because we help you make sense of that and be able to give you confidence and give you a written plan. We call it your TFA financial roadmap. So if you don't have a written plan and I'm talking to you, uh, give us a call because we can help you put together that roadmap. That roadmap can be written in pencil because life changes, things change, but at least gives you some sort of guidance and structure. So if you'd like that opportunity, give us a call here at 844-832-7469. That number is 844-TFA-SHOW. If you're a texter like me, you can just send me a simple text. Text the word WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, to the same number, 844-832-7469. Look at the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. You can actually schedule your um, appointment from the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Yeah, that's fantastic, folks. Do take advantage of what she's offering here today. It's a great way to, you know, sort of rein it all in and get yourself on the right track for retirement. All right, Brooklyn, again, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we are going to continue our conversation right here on Texas Financial Advisory Radio with Brooklyn chandler Willie. Welcome back. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm Steve Siddall, and this is something that, you know, Brooklyn, of course, Texas Financial Advisory, San Antonio is where you are, registered investment advisor, fiduciary, independent. Um, you, I mean, again, you're a, basically you're a small business owner, right? I mean, this is what you've No, created. I am a small business owner. Yeah. 
Not basically, but no. yes. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, a major so. undertaking, you know, and, and I mean, I think that that's kind of what makes this country tick, our small businesses like you. Right. And and it's made me 100% unemployable because I would be a horrible employee. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because, again, it, it's, I mean, I don't work just from like, nine to five and I'm, you know, maybe gone all day cause I'm doing something, but then I'm working all night. And so I saw a sign the other day that was like, entrepreneurship is meaning that you're willing to work for 80 hours a week without getting paid in order to make money in the long term, Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it has been a ride. I mean, I, I, we're what going on 15 years or a little over 15 years of doing this. I've been doing in, um, had a lot of blessings and had some, you know, skin knees, of course. And, of course. Um, so it, it, it's like I wear multiple hats. It's the investment advisor's one hat, but the business owner is a whole nother hat. Sure. Well, yeah, exactly. And uh, this is something, so you're going to ask me questions. Is that, is that right? I, I guess. This All is right. A little game I guess we're going to play. I think, I think so. So how okay. do we begin here? Um, so I guess I'll ask you the question and you give me the answer. All right, I'll go it. Okay. See how smart I am. There you go. All right, first question. It's too late to start planning for retirement, Steve. No, never. Never too late. Never too late. That is true. It's never too early. It's never too late. Um, I, it's been interesting to see the, the change of clientele. When I first started this company, um, majority of my clients were already retired. They, you know, had pensions. And basically the money they had saved in their 401k was just extra. They didn't really need income from it. They were just wanting to safely grow it. And then fast forward to where we are today. I mean, we have clients as young as two years old. <laughs> They're not really clients, but you know, right, people sure. opening accounts for two year olds um, to over a hundred years old. And, um, you know, really it's still a retirement based firm, but it's just where you are in that con in that that pursuit so maybe you're in your 40s well eventually you're going to retire so how do we structure your investments to get you it's kind of a reverse engineer how much do we need to save to get you to where you you know can voluntarily be self-employed and retire and then we have those clients that are preparing for retirement they're you know say three to five years out and then those that are already retired that are not going to save anymore they just want to make sure what they have lasts and that it, you know, they are able to spend as much as possible, but pass on a legacy to their loved ones. All right. And one of the things that we've talked about before, um, well, okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to let, let you ask the questions, huh? Oh, okay. You're trying to jump ahead, huh? Yes. <laughs> all right. The next question is the 4% rule is all that you need to follow in retirement to make your money last. Mm, not necessarily. Right. Not always true. And I mean, you've I've certainly learned that from you, that the four percent rule has had its place and it's kind of a starting point, but it isn't necessarily the be all end all. Right. And and so really what we're talking about is cash flow planning. How much can you take from your investments without running out of money? Well, going back to our last segment, we were talking about the three worlds of investments by using all three worlds, the safe world, the hybrid world and the potential world we're looking at a target of even like six to 8% cash flow. So if you have $100,000, that's taking out six to $8,000 a year without affecting your principal. So, um, you know, 4% is, I guess, a good way if you're trying to figure out, have you saved enough and what you could take out, but that could fail depending on how the investment is 
how the money is invested. If all that money is in the, the risk world and you're taking out 4%, you could still run out of money. Sure. And again, that gets into the sequence of returns and, and how to manage all of that. I know. You sound like an expert, not a consumer <laughs> advocate. <laughs> all right. Well, well let's see. Uh, let's keep going. All right. So once you're in retirement, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Not necessarily. And or let me answer it like an advisor. Mm. That depends. It does depend. <laughs> Very good. You're, you're catching on quick here. Yeah. Um, so the why it depends is every money is taxed differently, right? You mm -hmm. could have some money that's not in a retirement account and you're paying long-term capital gains on it or short-term capital gains. Um, all the money in retirement accounts that you've not paid tax on that you thought, well, this is great. I didn't have to pay tax on it. You do have to pay tax on it when it comes out. And that's at a ordinary income rate, uh, federal tax bracket. Um, Social Security, you you know, that gets added to your income and that possibly could be taxed as well up to 85 percent. Um, what else? Interest income, dividend income, um, all those things are going to be taxed. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about lifestyle. If you were working and making $150,000 a year and you were living your life, your lifestyle based off $150,000 a year salary, and then now you go to retire, your lifestyle's probably not going to change too drastically. If anything, you might spend more because you have the time and the freedom to go and do. So if we're pulling money out of accounts to meet your lifestyle, to keep up that $150,000 a year lifestyle, it's going to be taxed at the same rate as it was when you were working because the odds are the majority of your money's in a retirement account that now is tax at ordinary income. So so you're not going to be paying less in taxes in right. retirement. But again, having a discussion about taxes in retirement is an important part of the process of getting there. Very much so. And, and so a lot of what we do here is tax forward planning, uh, ways to be able to show you how to save money on taxes as you are in retirement. And, you know, for some people it's, it's small savings, but then, you know, a lot of our like investors or business owners were definitely able to help put together a, a tax plan that could save you hundreds of thousand dollars, um, which is, it's different than just tax preparation. You know, we do tax preparation here. You, you might, I mean, it's required to do tax preparation, right? Everybody has to file a tax return, yes. but tax strategy is not done um, very often. And that's where we, you know, spend a lot of our time. It's kind of, my passion i like doing it because i can see the benefits as a business owner having that advocate on your side versus just a bookkeeper and a tax preparer all right exactly and um all right so we got that one let's i'm just going to take over here and just say let's talk social security because mm -hmm. I, I hear so many people even now it's not going to be there and that's not true it'll always be there in one, yeah. one form or fashion it's just the rules are going to be they, they can change them, right? This is, this is a government plan. And so that can, I mean, they could change the retirement age um, of when, when you can draw them, they can change the benefit amount. They could change while we're working, how much we're paying into social security. They could try and amp that up. So there's just a lot of things that are out of your control. And if, if you are banking on Social Security being your main source of income in retirement, we probably have some 
bigger fish to fry, mm-hmm. with some bigger problems. But it'll it'll always be there as a program. It's just I don't know what it'll look like for those that are in their 40s right now. Sure. Well, and again, the other thing to keep in mind is that even though you're at full retirement age, if you're still working, that Social Security is still taxable. Right. And so <laughs> you, you paid it as a tax while you were working. And then whenever you take it back out, you have to pay taxes on it. It's, it's definitely... Um, a way for the IRS to have its cake and eat it too. Um, but yeah, so it is it is taxable. The other thing, and I know we're running out of time in this segment, but um, for for folks that are married and when they, if we lose a spouse, if they're going to maintain the same lifestyle as I was talking about earlier, well, now we're in a different tax bracket. We're in a much more strict tax bracket as a single or widowed person. So to maintain that lifestyle, you have to take that much more from the investments. Cause, and then on top of it, you, you lose a social security check, right? So there's just a lot that goes into this that people, you know, until they work with us, they don't really understand it. Now, of course, we have a lot of people that come in here that tried to do it on their own or their advisor didn't help them with these things. And so we're having to fix problems that we didn't cause. And, and that's okay, we can do that. So when you're listening to the show today, you know, it's a great way to get education, but we can do so much more when you come in and meet with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory to really bring you value in a short period of time. So if you'd like that opportunity, there is no cost for that initial consultation um, and you're not obligated to work with us. Again, it's just a time to discuss you because right now I'm doing all the talking. I'd rather you talk to me. Um, so give me a call 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. You can also text the word WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, to that same number, 844-832-7469. And as always, you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information on that website. Indeed, we are going to take a quick break. We're coming back. We've got one more segment here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. When we come back, we've got questions from listeners, that and much more right after this. back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Having a great conversation today. As always, Brooklyn, you've uh, you've really put together such a great team of folks. And, and you visit the website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. You get a chance to essentially meet the team, uh, the folks that, uh, you know, really sort of make your operation tick. Yeah. And again, we've got a lot of great people here. It's a balancing act of of growing a company, but still keeping this boutique feel because we value having relationships with our clients. And so um, as much as we do these shows and we, you know, have the TV show and and we have people calling in for consultations, we want to make sure we keep the culture that we've provided for our existing clients so we don't disrupt that. So, um, you know, I feel like I've got a great team around me. within our advisory spaces and then also our, our back office support. So um, it, it's for a small company, it's a big operation. <laughs> for a sm- I like that. <laughs> That's a very good uh, description. And uh, all right, uh, let's uh, jump into some of these questions. Uh, we've got a bunch. So let's start with Arthur in San Antonio. And Arthur says, I'm planning to retire at 62. I have 250000 in savings. I've paid off my rental house. 
with a $1,400 a month rent income. My house that I live in is paid off, too. I'm not sure what to do with my savings. How might a financial advisor help me? What do you recommend? So, I mean, you're in a really great place. Um, I think you've done some, I mean, I applaud you for the decisions you've made so far. So really the next step is kind of taking that $250,000 and multiplying it as far as how do you grow it. Um, you know, a couple of questions I would have that I would ask if you were in person with us, you know, we want to understand um, how much money do you need each month? Because even though your house is paid off, um, you still have to pay to live and you've got that rental property money coming in. But again, you could have a month where the it's not always rented, right? Or the tenant moves out or stops paying. So how much money do we need to live upon? And then that tells us where we want to invest the money, the $250,000. Um, I also want to understand, Arthur, like what is your experience been with investing and some people have had really bad experiences and we want to understand what happened and you know what was invested did you lose money did you make money was it just a great deal bad deal what have you so um and they're you know retiring at 62 is young i mean i don't know how old he is right now he just says i want to retire at 62. so a lot of follow-up questions here arthur but you know good for you you've you've done made some great moves but we want to help you grow that $250,000 if possible. So give us a call, 844-832-7469. All right. Uh, Edith has uh, reached out, and uh, she's from Bernie. Uh, Edith says, I was let go from my job recently and only have two weeks until my final 60 days are up. Now, the 401k provider that my company went through is saying that I can leave my funds there and I will only start getting penalized beginning June 1st, 2023. Now, I'm clueless when it comes to IRA funds and don't really want to cash out my 401k. Any help would be greatly appreciated. That's That's got to be a fairly common sort of wonder, what do I do now thing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, that you're going through this, Edith, but... There's a, a bigger plan for you out there, and um, you know we'd be happy to help you navigate this transition. Um, whether you have another job lined up, or you know maybe want to take a different different career path, um, I think what she's referring to is some 401k plans or TSP plans, um, which is a thrift savings plans, uh, mainly military. You know have that or civilian military. Um, they allow for you to take a withdrawal from your, like a hardship withdrawal from the retirement accounts under the age of 59 and a half um, and not have to pay the 10% penalty. But once you move it to a self-directed IRA and you're under 59 and a half, if you take any disbursement from it, unless it falls with one of the four exemptions that the IRS allows for, you end up paying a you know tax on the disbursement plus a 10% penalty. So there are other ways to set up your accounts to be able to have um, advanced permission from the IRS that if you were going to take a disbursement and you're under 59 and a half that they would waive that 10% penalty. So um, Edith, you, you do need a professional in this in this time of your life. Um, you know, so again, we we've got time on our calendar if you'd like to come in and meet with one of my advisors here. Uh, the number is 844-832-7469. That's 
TFA show. All right. I mean, again, that, 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 that can be a little confusing for folks, that whole 401k, moving it out, all of that. And that's something that you do every day, day in, day out, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not yep, a, not a huge deal for you. Yeah, that's your, that's your job. Uh, all right. Michael's in San Antonio, and he says, I found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. I was debating whether I should throw some of my savings into this. What do you think? I mean, if if you want to, fine. Can you make more than 5% in 18 months on the institutional side? Yes. So, okay. I mean, I, I we have better rates. We have better options. We'd love to be able to show it to you. Um, you know, again, the CD rates are higher than they've been historically, um, but they're not even, they're not high enough. Sure. Right? And well, so, what's an alternative? So we have different tools like um, a structured note, and those are bank products. Um, and, you know, they allow you to get as much as 1% a month. And so now you're getting you know, 12% a year. Um, those are just a little different than a CD, but um, that definitely could beat out the 5% rate in 18 months. Um, so, you know, it, long term, there's... There's really great rates in the insurance space um, that, you know, again, if you are willing to go longer than 18 months and those rates are amazing right now um, that you could have in the, the life insurance or the, and we're, this is talking about life insurance as an investment tool. A lot of people think that life insurance is an expense, but um, for our higher net worth clients, they, they realize that it's actually an investment tool because you can make money on your money from this insurance company and get safely get really great rates as well as in the fixed index annuity space those rates are really great right now the rates in the fixed index annuity space or the hybrid annuity i have not seen them like this since 2010 oh wow um and so it's just really 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 phenomenal rates and so again that's, that's kind of a wake-up call for folks to say all right uh, maybe we need to talk about these things yeah, I feel like people are, are so scared to make a move because they think, well, the, if the banks are failing, well, what am I going to do with my money? Right. But um, I, you said it so well at the beginning. It's yeah. that's, that's not the kind of bank that's it was. Bank. Yeah. So, again, but, I mean, that doesn't change. that I hear that quite often from people. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Um, so it's just about being educated about the different options. And, and really, that's know that when you come in for an appointment here, we're not looking to sell you something. I mean, I feel like 90% of our time is educating people and then the other 10% is servicing the accounts. Yep. So um, anyways, it, it, you know, it's an opportunity, Michael, to come in, see what else is out there, things that you're not going to find just Googling on the internet. All right. Uh, let's see. we got time for more here. Let's go to Lisa in New Braunfels. Uh, she is wondering, should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? My employer offers both. And I currently contribute 4% to the Roth 401k and 3% to my 401k. Should I go full Roth? Currently, I make $135,000 per year having, and anticipate that going up yearly. All right, Lisa. Um, well, I would, I would definitely put as much as what the match is for both accounts. And then I would max out the Roth if you can spare the dollars. And if you do have any additional money you can set aside, then I would put it into the traditional 401k. So that would be my order of investment recommendations. Um, 
the second thing we want to look at is how is your, you know, what are your investment options within those accounts, right? Um, saving is one thing, but we want to also be able to grow the money. So that's something we can help you, you know, walk you through, Lisa, be able to show you how to maximize those savings. But on a short end, just to jump to your, the answer, I would go to the match, max the Roth, then max the traditional. All right. Uh, very good. The uh, let's see. Let's do one more quick one here. Andrew is in Goliath. And Andrew says, if uh, if you apply for Social Security three months before you're eligible, as I've been advised to do, mm-hmm. and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? It's not hard. You just go back through the website, the so the SSA.gov, um, and you can you know change your elections. Um, the government has has uh, really made a big push that people use the ssa.gov um, website to do everything. Um, there's some some social security offices that aren't even taking appointments anymore. They, they don't do any in-person appointments. And, you know, maybe they'll set up a phone appointment with you, but they really push for you to do everything online. So no matter what your age is, um, you need to go ahead and go to the ssa.gov website and register so you can monitor your payments in because again if you don't monitor it your employer's paying it in but if you don't double check their math and make sure that the money went into the social security it'd be really hard to chase them down 10 years later right so for those not taking social security those taking social security you got to have the ssa.gov set up Okay. That, and again, the SSA.gov, that website, they have done a remarkable job, in my opinion, of, of making it so user-friendly and, and informative that, you know, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. So, and if you have any trouble, um, my advisors are very educated on that, uh, you know, the different options within the website. We can help you set that up as well. So, you know, again, these are really great questions. We love our questions, but there's so much more we can do when you come in and have a one-on-one with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. So take it, take that opportunity. There is no cost for that consultation. Um, the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, or you can visit the website texasfinancialadvisory.com. Sounds great, Brooklyn. And again, it's always a pleasure to talk with you and to be here at one of my favorite hours of the week. And uh, again, I appreciate all of, all of your input and, and certainly your knowledge. Well, thanks so much, Steve. And with that, we will call the show done and come back next week with new topics and questions and more right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn chandler Wood. Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.